Shane Warne's 700th wicket there at the MCG, Boxing Day, what year was it? 2007, I think. Yep. Episode 12 of Chew On Your Boot podcast. Riley, happy birthday, mate. Thanks, Benny. Yep. It's good to be here. Um, so, we're going to get into some trades. We are. There hasn't been much happening in the six days of trades, but... Not a lot at all. We'll get stuck into it. So, on Monday, last Monday... Adam Tomlinson signed with the D's as a free agent and JWS received pick 40 as compensation. Yep, and Ellis Yeoman went to the Lions as well as Brandon Ellis going to the Suns. On the Saturday. Yep. Yep. So Tomlinson's a good pick-up for the D's. He wants to play on the wing there. He's pretty versatile. He's yeah. played all positions for the Giants. So I think you'll mainly see him playing roles in the back line and on the wing. Yep, um, so that'll be good for them. A bit of height, so yep. um, the run off the wing. Yep, and then on the was it the Wednesday? It's the Wednesday because no trades happened from about Monday to Wednesday two o'clock. Yeah, it was pretty pretty boring. A very very. Boring. Um, especially after this trade period, it's been built up quite a yeah, lot. There's yep. been plenty of potential moves, but, but even finally, today nothing's really happened. Yeah, but finally the first trade. Yep, um, Geelong trading picks. Number 14 and number 24. No, that's what they received. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Kelly went to the yeah, so went to West Coast. He got his wish. West Coast got Kelly and pick 52. Geelong got pick 14, pick 24, and a future first rounder from the West Coast Eagles. And they also received pick 37 from the Bombers, who were involved in this trade to make yep. it happen. So... A bit of a, a mega deal there, yeah. so it was interesting. Well, out of all the trades, they probably thought this was going to be one of the ones that would go down to the wire. Exactly and right. And they managed so to get it done. I'm so. quite happy that Geelong were just, they did it, they understood Kelly's yeah. situation and all parties were happy in the end. Geelong yeah. got some good picks, West Coast got their player and the Kelly family got back home. And yeah. like you heard him say, his wife was in tears, so... Yeah, they obviously really wanted to get back Yeah, there. and needed to, so it was um, it was good. His kids have got some troubles, I believe. Yeah, so staying, being near family, that's yeah. the main reason, it seems like, why they wanted to move home. And, yeah. yep, good oh. luck to Tim yep. at the Eagles. We wish him all the best. We certainly do. Shout out to Tim <laughs> yeah, Kelly. I'm sure he's a great friend of the show. <laughs> certainly. Um, and on the <clears throat> Thursday, Grant Birchall... Went as a free agent to Brisbane, sort of to play a similar role to Luke Hodge. Yep. Um, and Hawthorne didn't receive any compensation. No, which is a bit unfortunate because he's a good player. But yeah, yeah, that'll be good for Brisbane. I think he signed a one-year deal, but he hopes to play on yep. past that, which uh, it's unlikely. But see how he goes I with mean, injuries. He's uh, he's been a great player, four-time premiership. Yep, he's great servant of the Hawthorne Football Club. Just another one. Premiership it was actually he Jewel. was the last one of those guys that won four premierships to leave. So yep. they're all gone now, which is Yep, well they'll look to sad. build another <coughs> one of those dynasties. Yeah. And Clarko, I'm sure he's mustering up something. Oh he always is. Um there was a pick swap on the Thursday. The Giants received pick six and fifty nine from the Saints, and the Saints got pick twelve and number eighteen, which we assume they were used to get the likes of Hill, Ryder, Dougal Howard, in all these players yep. that they're tipped to get, well, but none of which have happened yet. Yeah, there's been a lot of talk about them, and as you said, nothing's happened. And there's so. two days left, so they've got to get a wriggle on. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot happening behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. But um, until 
we hear of any of those moves. Can't really say much about that. No. Um, and then this was talked about a bit on the... This was on the Friday as well. Friday. Um, Frost... Sam Frost. Sam Frost went to the Hawks and Melbourne received um, a third round pick, number 50, probably about right. As well as a future second round selection. Yep. So, I mean, Frost will... Clarko seems to turn average players into good players, so it, it'll and probably he, be a good pick-up for the Hawks, he to had be honest. A, he had a... In a bad year for the Melbourne, yeah, he, he was one of career, the shining lights. He had a um, career best season, so... It actually, yeah, it's quite a good pick-up for the Hawks, and Melbourne lose a bit of run off the half-back flank. He's yep. not that good a bowl user, but I think the Hawks uh, have got enough yep. well-skilled players to compensate for that. Yep. They did gain some run on the same day, though. They Ed did. Langdon. Ed Langdon from the Dockers. Another um, good pick-up for them. Yep, and Freo received pick 22 and pick 79, as well as a future second-rounder, so a bit of a big trade there. But Yeah, pick I 22, think, that's pretty... Yeah. Good for the Dockers. But Langdon will be a good player for them. Yeah. They need, I mean, him and Tomlinson, a bit of height, a bit of run. That's yeah. probably what they need, so they've done well, I think. Yep, he's young. They'll get plenty of years out of him. Yep. So. Yep. Um, there was also a pick swap on the Friday. West Coast traded pick 46 and 91 to Alliance for pick 52 and 64. So, Bit of a I random mean, it, little yeah, one, wasn't there's it? There's not much going on there, but... It's a trade nonetheless. Yeah. And then today, <coughs> the... Probably the biggest trade so far. Yeah. Oh, no, Tim Kelly. But other than that... Betts, he's gone back to Carlton. So. And old Adelaide gets his a future forefront selection. And I believe so, they're going to pay some of his yeah, wage. Yeah, Adelaide so. are paying some of his salary. So it's a massive win for the Blues. Whether they get um, potentially Butler and Papley and yeah. Jack Martin and likes, will be interesting to see whether he gets a game. But at this stage... Yeah. He's number one small forward. Yep. Turn Etihad Stadium, one of the pockets there. I believe it's called Marvel Stadium. Marvel yeah. Stadium, yep. My bad. Um, but yeah, turn turn one of those pockets into his like he did at Adelaide Oval. Yeah, so, I mean, he had a great career at Adelaide and it's unfortunate it's ended out this way, but he's the I homecoming think, as they're calling it. I think back. they're looking to give some more game time, games to young small forwards yeah. like Tyson Sengel. And, well, he's quite good, isn't yeah. he, from the Tigers? Yep. Um, and Shane McAdam. They yep. rate him highly, so... Yeah, so that's all the trades that have happened so far. There is two days left until the deadline, which is 7.30pm on Wednesday. And yep. there's a lot to happen, supposedly, but whether it will happen or not, yeah, we'll right. have to wait and see. I'm tipping tomorrow to be quite a big day. Well, the um, last day, regardless of whether it is like this year or heaps have happened, usually about ten trades go down in the last four hours, yeah. so... Well, I wonder what's going to happen with... Because you can't imagine everything is going to get done. No, especially St Kilda's ones. They've yeah. got five potential pickups and they haven't got one yet. So. Yeah, they'll have to... They'll be in a rush. They will be. They'll have to go to every table in the AFL. That's, it'll be interesting to see and we look forward to it. Yep. All right, we're going to move on to round one of the Sheffield Shield, which started um, last Thursday. And the first game... The rivalry between the Queensland Bulls and the New South Wales Blues yep. ended in a New South Wales win by five wickets. Probably the best of the... Well, was the best of the three yep. round games. Um, Renshaw... At Queensland the top, batted first. Yep, Renshaw at the top of the order. Uh, test hopeful, you could say. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
he made 19, so that's probably not going to do his Look, they, they only made 150 in their first innings, but minus Labashain with 69, the notable yeah. top scorer there. Continues his good form. Yeah, and I mean... He's been great ever since he's a, he came in as yeah, that sub. He's so. a lock for the oh, Gabba test. Without um, doubt. So, and he made him. a 50 in the second innings as well. Did he? So. Yeah. So he's certainly in good form. And then New South Wales, the biggest story out of this one, David Warner with his, I'm not sure how long, but first class 100 in a long time. So yeah. he celebrated in typical David Warner style, yeah. which is a bit unusual. but Yeah. Um, yeah, well... I suppose there were a few questions about his spot in the team. He was obviously still. I he'll, think he's he'll always. Either way, he's going to Australia. Yeah, um, but good on him. Yep, well done to David. And that's about it. Nick Burtis, never heard of him, no, but he's hit a fifty. So New South Wales were nine declared for two hundred and eighty-eight, and then Queensland went on to make two hundred and sixty-eight in their <coughs> second innings, with. As we, as Ben said, Lubbershane with 52 and Joe Burns also with 52 at the yeah. top of the order. Just going back to New South Wales first innings, it is worth noting that Stephen Smith was dismissed for a duck he by was. Cameron Gannon. Yeah, who is not the well, he's not a household name. No, he's he? not. And so that'll be one that he'll be telling the his grandkids <laughs> and for a, a long time. Yeah, it's a it's good feather in the cap. Yep. And so you've uh, covered the second innings for Queensland. Yep. So New South Wales were set a target of 134. Yep, and they chased it down reasonably comf- comfortably. David Warner with a golden, so he yep. couldn't quite back up. And Smith only made 21, nicking off in both innings. So mm. he'll be very disappointed with himself. Yeah, do you reckon his spot's in doubt for the first test? Look, I wouldn't have thought so, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, an easy or comfortable enough win to the New South Wales Blues. They start the Shield season off in typical New South Wales fashion. Yep. The next game, well, it was just an absolute runs fest. Victoria versus South Australia. Victoria made six declared for 616 in the first innings with Nick Madison making 220. Marcus Harris making 116 and Will Bukowski making 123. Yep. That's all in top, the top three batsmen. So yep. runs galore. It certainly was. It probably just proves how much is it Junction Oval, just an absolute road well, for the pitch. So I don't know. It's similar to the MCG where it's... The Victorian to, pitches yeah. are just flat and give not much. Good, yeah, good for batting, but for those bowlers that were trying to push their test yeah, cases it's not great for them. So, but they'll get another chance. Victoria but, um, would have been. Well, we thought that was a big score, and then South Australia have gone and scored six six for six hundred and seventy one. Yeah, so. with, I mean, they started poorly. South Australia. Jake Weverold got a royal duck. Yeah. First bowl of the innings for those who aren't aware of what a royal duck is. He'd be spewing. He would be, because <laughs> pretty much all of them, other than Jake Lehman, who made eight. Made 50 plus, so <clears throat> Tom Cooper with an enormous 271 not out, Yep. and um, Henry Hunt on first class debut made 75, yep. so good on him. Tom Andrews got 100. Yep. Um, Alex Carey got 100. Yep. It was just ridiculous, really, so well, it has, it's ended in a bit of controversy. Which um, we'll touch on later. We will touch on later, but it, we saw... It is, do you think, given that the circumstances, do you think any of these players... Or a chance for test squad selection, like 
Your, probably not. Your Coopers. I mean, that no. is... It's still a very big score. But they'll... See what he does in They'll the recognise the circumstances, and when they look at the bowling card and they see Peter Hanscom and Mark has, Marcus yeah. Harris bowled nine overs each. It's very James Pattinson bowled five overs of off-spin. I mean, it was just... It was a bit of a... I don't know what the right word is, but it was just a joke of it was bizarre. the game. Like, it just was... It's like they were taking the mickey. Yeah. Like, it didn't have anything... Like, it didn't mean anything, so... Well, Victoria spent 186 overs in the field, yeah. so there'll be some sore boys, and they, especially the bowlers. They uh, they didn't bowl any medium or fast bowlers from about T day, f- day three. Yeah. I think, I think um, Boland and Pattinson opened up on yeah. yesterday morning. But other than that... I mean, Hanscombe's bowled himself for nine overs well, he's and actually... gone for 58. <laughs> like, it just shows, like, it's not... <clears throat> yes, 271 is a great score. He's actually a backup keeper, sir. Exactly. But it in the circumstances, I don't think it'll warrant any test selection. Yeah. Anyway, we might touch on that later. Yep. <laughs> and the final game was WA versus Tassie, where the match ended in a draw, unfortunately. But there was a few runs... Wasn't there, Ben? Yep. Um, Tim Payne scoring his second first-class 100. 13 years apart. Yeah. Which is good on him. <laughs> your test captain. Yeah, but... That's yeah, all right. He's not your typical test captain, no, is not. he? But No, he batted well. Yep. And so WA batted first. Cameron Bancroft, 30 at the top of the order. It's all right from him, but he would have... Will be wanted to push on with that. Look, they were pretty consistent. WA they made three hundred and thirty-seven, and yeah. through the middle, Mitch Marsh forty, Stoyner sixty, Josh Phillippe forty-eight, Josh Inglis forty-two. So they've all made probably what, what they average. So yeah. they've done quite well. A, a fairly substantial first inning score, but Tassie went on to um, take a sixty-run mm. lead in second innings with that Tim Payne hundred, obviously. Yeah. And then WA batted. And made nine declared for 383, with Shaw Marsh making 85 and his brother Mitch making 53, and Sawyer's backing up with 57. So, I mean, it's just been, there's been some runs in it, but a draw, which we do often see at yeah. the start of the Shield season with teams, I mean, bowlers still getting used to the red bowl, so wickets aren't always yep. taken in big clusters, so. Yep. Jackson Bird, player of the match. Yep. Um, he, he just seems to do well yeah. all the time, doesn't he? But yep. He'll probably be around the mark for the test squad, but I don't think I don't see him getting a game with the bowlers that we've got available. Eight wickets for the match, but every time he's been called up to test to the test side, he just, he's just too slow, I think. Yeah. An interesting story out of this game, Mitch Marsh, he's been sent for scans on his hand because he's punched a wall in frustration of getting out, so... Yeah, not unlucky, Mitch. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's his own fault. So. Yeah, that's a bit of Alistair Clarkson territory. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, that's the first round of the Shield. Um, hopefully, the Vicks can get a win on the board next round. Yeah, and yeah, well, they are the reigning champions. They so. are. All right, it's back. Stat of the week, sponsored yep. by Miss Budenberg, and there were a couple happy with this one. It's quite a good one. This. Um, for those of you who don't know, there was a sort of set-up marathon over the weekend where, is it Elliot Kipchoge? Yep. He he broke the magical two-hour bar- barrier for the marathon and he did it in one hour, 59 minutes and 40 seconds. So yep. it, it's never been done before. It's a ridiculous achievement and yep. 
you saw a lot of publicity about it. So it was it was a big big I event suppose. big event in the marathon running world. Yeah. And <laughs> people that I suppose we don't pay too much attention to this but No, but I mean it's very it's been spoken yeah. about could it be possible and Yeah. Like it's just ridiculous that. Yeah. The, I saw another stat to add on to the stat of the week. So he ran 422 100 metres the equivalent of in 17 seconds each time. Yeah, that's Like, just, that's a ridiculous yeah. pace. And he's obviously incredibly fit, which yep. is a ridiculous thing to say because it's the most obvious thing in the world. But, <laughs> but yeah, good on him. And I don't, think it'll, yeah. I don't think it'll be done in normal race circumstances. Yeah. Because he had paces... And the like set up for him, so... Yep. You could give it a crack, so there you go. I wouldn't have thought so. I might crack the four-hour barrier. <laughs> um, Mr Monk, he'd be very happy with that Yeah, one. he would be. He'd... Shout out to him. Yeah, he was um, He was letting us know about it in class, and... Yep. wonder if he could do it. Yeah. Give it, give it a shot. Yep. <laughs> All right, that's the start of the week, and now we've got everyone's favourite segment, Ben's Blast. Yep, so going back to that Shield game, South Australia and Victoria, I'm... Sort of blasting. I'm going to blast the whole game. It was just, <laughs> it was just a non-event. Dead. It was just nothing, nothing happened. Just runs. Not but many wickets. There was controversy out of it, wasn't there, Ben? Yeah. So, Hanscom has asked Head to. They've put forward a run chase for South Australia. Hanscom did. Three hundred and fifty off eighty-eight overs. Yeah. And Head declined. He wanted three hundred, and they couldn't come to an agreement. So. That's pretty... Well, it's not poor. Well, it is poor. Well, I mean, it's... They're, they're complaining that they batted for too long and didn't allow the game to move on and have a result, but they still batted for two days themselves. Yeah. It's a bit hypocritical. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, but I can see where he's coming from, from a, in terms of the fans' point of view. They yeah. want to see a result. But, I mean, South Australia are entitled to bat... They get first innings points. Yep. They're entitled to do what they want. So, I mean, Australia... Uh, sorry, Australia. Victoria could have always declared 500 or something and... Just make it. ...given themselves more time to bowl. Yep. But, yeah, I mean... Yeah, there's two different sides of that story and it's, it was interesting to see his comments. Yeah, it was. And then I heard, saw today that they're, they're on good terms. Yeah, so yeah. So that's good. I mean, but... That, that's why you saw Paddinson and the likes bowling off spin, which, yeah. which yeah. probably just summed up the game. It's not great. It's not great for the bowlers. Paddinson's got a long history with injury, so seeing him bowl 29 overs, yeah, um, it's not great for his body, I wouldn't have thought. But yeah, but hopefully... I mean, it is. it's part of cricket. You oh, do have to spend long hours in the field. My word it is, but hopefully the junction oval pitch can... Yeah. Can liven up a bit, and well, I saw a funny Instagram post from Adam Zampa. He's <laughs> taking a photo of him batting on the middle of the road, so I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> He's a bit of an eccentric character, isn't he? He is. But but anyway, good on him. Yeah, shout out to him. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Adam. And now we've got Riley's roast. Um, my roast is also a fairly generic one. The mine's to the AFL, and in terms of the trade period is too long. And that's that's been highlighted this past week where not a not a single trade happened for two and a half days and only four have happened in the entire time. So I think if we made it just one week instead of eight days, it would cut out all the 
the non-event, I suppose, and trades could get it done a lot swifter. Chris, we're just going to see a rush in the last two days, and nothing's happened so far, yeah. pretty much. So I think they need to make it a bit shorter, and yeah. It's just not interesting for no. us. Um, Footy tragedy. Yeah. I mean, it is something you look forward to. You like seeing all the new players in there. Well, it's the most exciting time of year, to be honest. Yeah, it is. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, so, well, I think that's all we've got time for on episode yeah, 12. Bit of a shorter one. Yep. We actually forgot to uh, put the questions up. Yeah. So, you can get into us about that Apologies if you want to. for that, but, yeah. Yep. All right, we'll see you next time. Yep, see ya.